Yes, indeed, Father God, we thank you that you are victorious in this war. We thank you, Lord God, that you've never left us or forsaken us. Lord God, you've not left us orphans. You've not abandoned us. You've not allowed us even to lean to our own understanding because you are with us. You've sent your Holy Spirit to live inside of us as a guide to protect us, to lead us into all truth. We thank you. You've done everything you can to make sure that we are successful in this uh, course, in this uh live life we live here in the snake pit um, under your counsel the counsel of the holy spirit we live and, and move and have our being in you we're more than conquerors thank you jesus we're not victims we're conquerors i thank you jesus you led the way when you taught us how to stand and having done all to stand in the evil day you know you've taught us how to um not to succumb you've to endure you've taught us to endure uh even though some died and are persecuted we have endured because you have kept us. And I thank you now for guiding us, protecting us, and continuing to give us your divine uh, promises that no weapon formed against us will prosper. Put your divine holy shields, the shields of God around us. Keep us from the frequencies and the vibration adjustments of the enemy. Shikori atanda, and praise you, God, that there is more to come, more good things. We're, you're soon here, soon to come, Lord God. Let us become excited about what you are doing. And we ask these things for uh, in your precious name and ask for eyes to see and ears to hear. Shake us up, wake us up, get us up out of our old ruts and into the revelation of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, we've been talking about marching orders that we have. Mm-hmm. Okay. And part of the marching orders is we're looking into uh, Matthew chapter 10, verse 21. Now, brother will deliver up brother to death, and a father his child, and children will rise up against parents and cause them to be put to death. So, this is, we see this going on in our nation right now. Mm-hmm. But we see this going on also uh, among, um, because. Families, of, yeah. yeah. In families, yeah. because of all the kinds. gospel mm-hmm. brings division. Yeah. Jesus said, I didn't come to bring peace on earth, I came to bring a sword. And so. Isn't that he, kind of he, ironic? He, he is the prince peace. of peace. He's yeah. the prince of peace. Mm-hmm. He gives us peace in our hearts. We have peace with God. We have the peace of God. Uh, all that. At the same time, there's division that comes. The gospel brings division. It's a sword that cuts. It separates. Separates. Yeah. And so, and and some of you that are listening here, you you know that when you've become a believer. A lot of times your family just rejects you or you're trying. The hardest people to get through to sometimes are your family members mm-hmm. and, and because they think of you as the way you were and they say, oh, you got some kind of religion thing going on now or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and they just will reject, and it's hard to get through to them. Well, Jesus said that to a prophet is not without honor except in his own country, and even in Nazareth he couldn't do many mighty works because they already figured they knew him. So here's the, so this is interesting. This, this truth brings division. It brings separation. The gospel of Jesus Christ makes people, forces people to make a decision. And sometimes they become resentful and um, you know, they find reasons 
to not listen to you? What do you think? Who do you think you are? What do you know? Well, what Why ha- should I listen to you? And what happens is people get, you know, the Bible warns us about being wise in our own opinions. Mm-hmm. So basically what happens is that people t- today, for the most part, we live in a world system. We refer to it as a snake pit of mm-hmm. life. It's based upon lies and it perpetuates lies. And most people, you know, every one of us, in one way or another, we operate according to our own version of truth or our worldview. So basically our personal opinions become the standards Mm -hmm. by which we live by, Mm -hmm. by which we live. And so, but basically, so, so, but if everybody's got a little different standard and we wonder why um, there's so much confusion in, in society these days, is because, is say, if uh, we're going to build a house, just a common I- illustration, I have a I have a 12-inch foot and somebody else has an 8-inch foot, someone else has a 3-quarter-inch foot. Uh, we each got different measurements, measurements mm-hmm. measuring devices. According, are, are we ever going to get a building built? No. <laughs> it, it, it's never it, going to come together. It's never going to come together. But, and this is why yeah. things don't seem to come together. Everybody's got... Uh, in, in the book of Judges, one of the most depressing books of the whole Bible mm-hmm. is because there was no, it says repeatedly over and over, in those days, there was no king in Israel. There was no godly leadership. And it says that everybody did what was right in their own eyes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and it's, it, it's the most murderous, horrid yeah. book you can Vile. imagine. Because Why? Everybody did what was right in their own eyes. So mm-hmm. when we're bringing the gospel of Jesus Christ to people, we're dealing with that. People are, are, are so bound by their own opinions and their worldview and their experiences of life that the gospel it will clash with that. Yeah. Or, but, but the gospel can pierce through all that stuff too so people will recognize that it's going to be the truth that sets them free and that Jesus Christ is that truth. Well, it's the revelation of Jesus Christ. And you know, the gospel, the cross itself is an offense. It brings offense. It, it brings, it upsets the order of, the, of good works. It upsets the mm-hmm. order of, uh, you know, typical religious theologies. Um, and and, it, is, and it, it says, Paul says, well, am I your enemy? Because I tell you the truth and the, the gospel is an offense, um, and and that's why he was in trouble half the time. And and you know, people, it's hard to admit you've been deceived for forty years of your life, for twenty years of your life. It's hard to go back and say, how could I have believed all that? Um, instead, you say, no, 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 I was right. You are you're the one that's wrong. Um, and so the the word of God is very um, irrelevant to most people's lives. They don't know the Bible. They don't read the Bible. They don't consider the Bible as anything relevant. They're more interested in what the newspaper says <clears throat> or what the uh, the Facebook chats all are about as opposed to the, the Word of God. So it, it's like we've lost our direction in, in losing our connection. Um, so when he says here, you will be hated by all men for my namesake, uh, but he who endures to the end will be saved, um, that's, you know, he who endures to the end in Matthew 24, he's talking about the same thing when all these tribulations and there's this collapsing and colliding and falls, stars are falling and, and, and the Antichrist is rising and, 
and you know the one world global whatever is happening you know everybody's going to have to find a place for themselves to stand and the only place that's safe to stand is in the truth and not being ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. He who endures to the end will be saved. In other words, it's going to get pretty messy. It's going to get pretty crazy. And I believe that people have to be prepared, taught, um, in many, many, retaught, untaught, uh, programmed and deprogrammed in order to be able to have the truth that will set them free. And then he says in verse 23, but when they persecute you in this city, flee to the next for I surely say to you, you will not have gone through the cities of Israel before the Son of Man comes. Remember, we're, we're continuing our, our, our study of uh, Matthew chapter 10, and Jesus had called it a 12, and he's giving them marching orders. He's giving them uh, a kind of an overview, an assignment, uh, what's gonna, what it's going to look like for them, and not specifically, but it's, he's giving them a general understanding. And he, so the, 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 key, the key is enduring to the end. It's not how fast you can run; it's it's the consistency and the fin- to get to the finish line. This is a famous football coach that said, um, "The greatest ability is durability," mm-hmm. and so um, you know it's making a choice. You know we're 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 in a time now where you can't ride the fence. Actually, there's no fence. Mm-hmm. There's really no fence. There's a, there's a line. What side are you going to be on? Um, the fence. <laughs> It's gone. Uh, it's gone, fa- it's gone, the, it's gone. The fence is gone. It's like, you know, well, I'll just kind of wait and see. I'll just kind of hang yeah, out. Yeah, follow this guy. You know, yeah. But it, Joshua said in Joshua twenty four fifteen, he says, choose you, you this, this day, day who you're you going to serve. serve. Mm-hmm. Okay, where, where are you going? You're going to serve somebody. You're going to serve either mm-hmm. Satan or the Lord mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. What side are you on? Where are you going to land when... When it's all said and done. Well, I think one of the things is a lot of things nowadays, people are still promoting the idea of, you know, choose your career, choose your, your life path, um, you know, go to school, do this, do that. That People are trying to choose all those things that are important, but not they're not the most important. The most important thing is to choose you this day whom you're going to serve and then let the other things come become secondary or subservient to that. And so, but people, so the priority is really who are you going to, to worship? Who are you going to serve? Who are you going to believe? Whose report are you going to believe? Are you going to try to make your way in this messy world still with the old standards and the old recommendations and the old opportunities, which are basically shallow and short-lived? Or are you going to say, you know what, to live is Christ and in him I live and move and have my being, which is a totally transformation of where most people are encouraged to, you know, look to establish themselves. Um, he says in verse 24, um, the, the, the disciple is not above his teacher, nor the servant above his master. Jesus is saying here, look at me, watch me, see what's going to happen to me, you know, see how they're going to treat me. They're going to scoff at me. They're going to ridicule me. They're going to malign me. They're going to set me up. They're going to cross-examine me. They're going to reject me. They're going to try to prove in every way that I am false, that I am an imposter. He says, and they're going to do the same to you. If they're doing it to me, they're going to do it to you. The servant is not above his master. So this is, so just mark it down, whatever they did to Jesus. If you're a follower of Jesus, you're also eligible to have that same kind of um, kickback, pushback, uh, resistance, persecution, oppression. But the thing is, Jesus said in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. 
Don't be offended if you're not popular. Don't want to be popular. God doesn't call us to be popular. He calls us to be truthful. Popular is, what is popular? Popular means that you are, I guess the people have a certain opinion of you that's But people lie. People lie to themselves. a, A person that can praise you one minute, can cut you down the next. You know, and that's the problem. People get into this, they're all wrapped up in man fear and people pleasing and the herd mentality and trying to get everybody to like you. Not everybody's going to like you. Not You know, the only one you need to get to like you is yourself and God. If you don't like yourself, then you go back to your prayer closet until you figure out what's the deal here. Because if there's somebody against you, picking on you, talking in your mind against you all the time, uh, trying to make you feel stupid and... And, you know, poor me and, and oh, Andrew on the other side trying to get everybody to still love you and endorse you and like you. And I can't get my parents to like me. And my, my mother never said this to me. And my father never said, you know what? It doesn't matter if your parents, your grandparents, your friends, your, your, if they don't like you, if they don't endorse you, if God likes you, God endorses you and you like yourself and you, you love yourself enough to leave yourself alone and let God love you and funnel his love through you to other people, you're good. Don't worry anymore. Those people, where are they going to be on Judgment Day? Are they going to be standing there in front no, of God trying to, to put in a good word for you? Are they, are they going to be in the back somewhere just cowering to try to get themselves through this? You you know, the only way we're going to get through the judgment is through the grace and power and of Jesus Christ. And you want to go through there with glory. You want to be escorted by the glory and the goodness of God. You want to be known in the... And if you want to be popular and well thought of, then get the, you know, the cloud of witnesses to get excited about you. You're, you and I are their champions right now. We're in the gladiator ring and they're like in the stands and they want a, cha- they want a champion. They want to see people who will stand up for Jesus. And, and so that, that if you want somebody to, to you know, to, to uh, praise you, then let it be those who are watching your, your, as you live your life out here down on earth. And Jesus talked to the scribes and Pharisees. He said they they wanted the praise of men more than the praise of God. Yeah. What, so, a, what a waste. What a stupid. Uh, what a stupid thing because uh, the, the human beings can be so fickle. fickle. Yep, yep, yep. I so, love you one minute, hate you the next. That's because they're demonized. And yeah, we are, yeah. but it's, it's, he says in verse uh, Matthew ten twenty six. therefore do not fear them. What? Don't, don't fear the ones that are calling you. Beelzebub, oh, yeah, but, yeah. or hating you, calling you a devil. or Yeah, if it says in verse 25, if they have called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more will they call those of his household? So remember, Jesus is referring back to, or maybe it hadn't happened yet, but because uh, the, ne- the next chapter is where it actually happens in 12. Uh, he, yeah, sorry, two chapters up. That he's going to be called Beelzebub. He's going to be accused of ca- being casting out these demons by the by power. By the prince of demons. Yeah, and so he was be, be called the devil. And he says, well, if they're calling me a devil, you know, master of the house, that's me, being called a, a Beelzebub, how much more will they? So you and I, too, are going to be misunderstood, mislabeled, maligned, accused. Well, take it as a compliment. Yeah. When you're mm-hmm. rejected and hated by ungodly people. Yeah. Take it as a compliment. Yeah. Don't, not, not that be, don't be pert. Don't be stupid and, and, and just give people... Um, Opportunity to, to hate you, but... Yeah, yeah. I but, mean, you know... You're not you know, going to be mean and How does it say, godly. let their good works may glorify you. Let let your good works 
go before yeah, you. No, let your light so shine before, before men, men that, they may, that see, they may see your good yep. works and glorify your Father in, in, in heaven. Mm-hmm. It's not you're doing good works to be seen, but you're to be seen doing good works because you're mm-hmm. just obeying the Lord. Yeah, and in verse 26, he says, nevertheless, do not fear them. This is where we get that man fear, people pleasing, uh, you know, you know, following fickle and foolish leaders. Therefore, do not fear them, for there is nothing. Now, this is where we freak out. There is nothing covered that will not be revealed and hidden that will not be made known. You know, in the last five, ten years, maybe not even ten, maybe the last three, four years, a lot of things have been uncovered that have unnerved us. We were just sailing along. Everything is fine. There's nothing behind, nothing to see here. Everything is hidden in the dark. And now, if God hasn't done anything, he's done this. He's pulled the covering off, the veils, the, the, the uh, what do you call it, euphemisms. Everything is now shock in your face, people. For those who have the eyes to see. See, God, what happens is the Lord will expose this. As he will mm-hmm. reveal things. Mm-hmm. But if you're blind, you don't see it. Mm-hmm. Or, well, or, or if you're you're twisted in your thinking, you really don't care. You don't really understand. Yeah, well, that's that is so. A, so the thing that's is, that's true. What is what has been covered has much, not all of it, but more and more of it is. <laughs> but what's been covered up is being you know revealed. It's being known, but right now it's being um, uncovered, but not judged. Right. And, you know, I think one of the things that I've always wondered is in the end, you know, read the book of Revelation and all these kingdoms and powers rising up against God. And you say, where? I mean, you know, five, ten years ago, I said, where did all this evil come from? Because the world has always been there. the, The world is nice and we're, you know, peaceful and unity and blah, blah, blah. But the thing is, it's never been nice. It's never been peaceful. This this evil has always been laying under the surface and going on for decades. The 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 plot, Centuries, the sinister yeah. schemes and plots of Satan, have never rested since the the confrontation in the garden, when God said, "I'm going to put war between you and the woman," and he, so this is just now. It's it's shocking, but it's 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 real. Just because we didn't see it before, didn't mean it wasn't there. Um, and says in verse 27, whatever I tell you in the dark, speak in the light. And what you hear in the ear, preach in the housetops. In other words, here's someone, he says, you get a word from me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get the word from me privately. You, you know, listen to me. I'm going to speak to you. Mm-hmm. And when I speak to you in, in, in the right time, in the right way, you declare it. Mm-hmm. No, it's it. There's to everything. There's a season and a time to every purpose under heaven, mm-hmm. and there's things that we um, want to declare these days that we don't declare because we need wisdom. It's not quite time, or it's not quite time, or it's just not going to work. But he says, you know, what I give you, there's a time to speak it. I believe there's he's a talking time to declare it. I believe he's talking there about he's going to be giving them words of knowledge. Mm-hmm. and words of wisdom and prophetic words. And yes. so it, it, when a prophetic word is spoken at the right time or the word of knowledge is, is given at the right time, it becomes a powerful um, way or a method, mechanism that God uses to unlock or open up someone else's heart. 
Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, speaking, you know, spending time with God in your prayer closet um, and in hearing really in dark listening. In, really the, in, listening. The, in the secret place and then bringing it forth. And really, this is where we need to go to be refreshed is just pull yourself off this off the highway for a minute and check into your secret place and just be quiet with the Lord. Turn the thing, the TV off. Turn don't even don't even have that thing on. Don't don't have to have the radio blaring all the way down the road as you're driving home, unless you're listening to something that's edifying. You don't need all that noise. We need quiet to be able to regather and let the Lord speak to us, and 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 guide and direct us and and give us wisdom and because give us and give us strategies and give us plans, because we need plan. We need the plans of God. Otherwise, things will just fall apart. Um. Uh, so he's he's uncovering things, the shock and the awe. But the other side of this uncovering things, going back for a second, is that we become desensitized to it. After a while, we've been so exposed to the the evil, the vile, mm-hmm. the the, <clears throat> the violence, the bloody, the atro- uh, the atrocities, the butchery, the whatever it is. We've become so exposed to it that it's. <laughs> It's like this, can I use this very graphic analogy? It's terrible, but forgive me, people, but it's true. You know, for any of you who have ever had to learn how back in the day, probably none of you have ever done this, just a few of you old timers, had to learn how to butcher chickens, you know? That's a horrible thing. It's it's bloody, it's messy, it's gross, it's Mm -hmm. yuck, 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 yuck. But after a while, you just... Don't even think about it anymore. You, you just, just do it. Just do it. It's, it's, I know, <clears throat> but see, the, the 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 this is what's happening. We become desensitized. We become uh, not appalled anymore by the bloodshed, the vile, the the. It, it's just it's escalating at an increasing rate of rapidity, but it's but it's still you know not. It's like bo- cooking the frog, boiling the frog. You put the frog in the lukewarm or the cool water. And then you just, he's in the water, he's fine, it's all good. You know, maybe throw a few carrots in there and he's, he's, he's eating, chomping away. And then, and then you just turn the heat up little by little by little. And before you know it, he's not able to jump out anymore because he's partly cooked. Mm-hmm. And this is where the enemy hopes to get all of us. And we don't want to, you know, be partly cooked and unable to jump out of his pot. You know, we want to walk in the fullness of the awareness um and sound the alarm wherever the Lord shows us to sound it. Like Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that, let's not be ashamed of it. You know, maybe it's the, there's different ways to speak it and say it and share it um, that are wise, um, but never to be ashamed of it because yeah. it is the power of God and salvation. In verse 28, he says, And do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. And who would that be? That would be God himself. That would be God himself. So he says, "Fear, the, do not fear those who are able to kill the body. When that's one of the things that when people are speaking truth, mm-hmm. those that don't want to hear it say, well, the way to handle this, you don't like the message, kill, kill the, the messenger. messenger. And that's what... How many martyrs have gone by the way since since uh, Cain killed Abel I mean that righteous blood is still on the on the books and God is still going to judge that one and he's got all these other many I mean I, I, millions all the blood millions shed. Yeah. all the bloodshed the shedding the unjust, of blood of the yeah. innocents yeah 
yeah. all, over the centuries. Not it's one drop all will going be going to be judged. Yes. It's like if he knows every hair on your head and the feathers on the birds and not one of them falls to the ground without him knowing, he sure isn't for, going to forget about the most precious thing of all, which is the, sh- the, the precious blood. And so, and the life of the flesh is in the blood. So when, it, when he gets down to here, verse um, Matthew ten thirty two and 33, therefore, who um, whoever confesses me before men, him I will also confess before my Father who is in heaven. Mm-hmm. But whoever denies me before men, him will I also I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. He says, mm-hmm. another place, it's basically the same passage in one of the other gospels, only a little different wording. He said, um, if you are ashamed of me mm-hmm. and my words, I will be ashamed of you someday. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Um, well, he's remember- Paul says, you know, we we said it earlier, uh, Romans one sixteen. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. There's no shame in the gospel, even though we get to be shamed by people who will reject the gospel. Right, yes. Uh, but he said, you know, be bold. I mean, open your mouth mm-hmm. and share about what about yeah. Jesus Christ. And that's where fear the, comes the in. The gospel is is is. How shall people hear except through preaching mm-hmm. and through the testimony? We overcome Satan by the blood of, of the, the lamb, lamb and the word of our testimony. And we love not our lives to the death. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So speaking, confessing, let your life and your lips confess that, hey, I know Jesus Christ. And, I'm a follower of Jesus. And may they say the same thing. May you yeah. not say one thing with your lips and another thing with your life. And yeah. but, but here we have an... an, an He's talking to the disciples, saying, "Ultimately, bottom line, all this stuff that's going to happen to you, and we're, we're you know, warning you, encouraging you, alerting you that in the end, it's going to be if you confess me before men, I will stand up for you in front of the Father, um, and and if you deny me, then that's pretty big, heavy duty. Um, then I'm I don't I can't acknowledge you, so let's not be afraid. And if you are afraid," to stand up for Jesus, ask the Lord to take away the fear because perfect love casts out fear. It's all about um, man fear here. It says mm-hmm. you, you deny, you can, by your works, well, he says by your work, by what you do, you can claim mm-hmm. to be a follower of Jesus, but your life denies that you are. Mm-hmm. The way you live denies that you are. Um, your works deny that you're well, a follower Well, and Satan of Jesus. knows how to, how to, really stop us you know like we said earlier you know bringing about the the family discord the the uh, the ch- people one against another the father against the the son the man against his uh, the daughter against her mother uh, the, the devil knows how to stop our testimony make us feel stupid foolish unlisten to threaten us and and so it it but again it takes wisdom wisdom it, there's it's not always the same way that you testify. Sometimes we testify by our words and our actions. Sometimes we testify by, you know, just our light, let the light mm-hmm. so shine. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't let the devil intimidate you because these people are, they're lost. They, they're they confused. If they don't love the same God you love, and some of them do, and some of them say, well, 
They're actually believing that they're going to kill you and do God a service. That's how twisted up they are to think that they are going to make God happy by attacking you, just like the Pharisees thought that they were going to do God a service by killing Jesus and getting this renegade of this uh, this rebel who refused to do the religious rituals, washing his hands and blah, blah, blah. They were going to do God a service by getting him exposed and getting rid of him. So he says the man's foes shall be those of his own household. And Satan knows how to do that. Um, and then he goes on to say, if you love your father or your mother more than me, um, uh, or more than he and he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. In other words, these people cannot be before God. They cannot be your idols. They cannot be your folk, your main, 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 main focus. Or yourself can't be your main focus. Your main mm-hmm. focus is Jesus Christ, and he is the one we follow. He's the one we worship. And then things will be done in order. But if you have anybody before God that comes before between you and God, any person, place, or thing, that is an idol. And that thing will be challenged. Um, and so, you know, and, but at the same time, Satan says, well, sometimes Satan will twist that around and say, well, you know, you, you know, like he did with Abraham. Well, Abraham loves his son more than you. Now he hasn't even paid any attention to you. So go and tell him to kill Abraham, uh, kill Isaac. So a lot of times people love their children. The tormentor will come and say, oh, see, this is why it's happening because you love your, your, you put your child first too much. That's just an accusation. You know, if you love God and trust God and know that God is the one who gave you the child and you're wanting the child to know the Lord and all this, don't buy into the devil's accusations of you because he's very good at making his accusations. Um, that is for someone specifically out there, I believe, right now who is troubled with that thought that somehow this bad thing is happening to them because they love their child too much. You know, I don't believe that we can love anybody too much, really. Exactly. And he says in verse uh, 38 and 39, And he who does not take his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. He who finds his life will lose it, and he who loses his life for for my my sake will find it. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, taking up a cross, it's like, uh, who in the world would want to do that? Yeah. You know, I mean, that's a symbol of death. That's a torturous, mm-hmm. a long, torturous. Who wants to die? Death. Who wants to? Yeah. Who wants to die? Who mm. wants to suffer? But basically, what he's he's saying, taking up a cross. Anybody that was picking up a cross beam, heading up a hill, um, to to be crucified. Mm-hmm. Everybody looked at them. They thought this guy's not coming back. Right. It's right. a one-way trip, mm-hmm. and that's the way it is with Jesus. Well, it's we're on a one-way life. trip, too. It's and we are bearing our trip. cross. He says, yeah. take up his cross, deny himself, take up his cross. We're actually following Jesus right now, bearing a cross um, and following him. And then he says he who seeks to save his life will lose it, and he'll lose it. How many people have been caught up in the scuttlebutt of trying to save their life by being careful, by trying? And the Bible never says be careful. The Bible says, trust me. God, of course, and, and, and save our, he who seeks to save his life will lose it. Um, and so many of us are trying to protect ourselves, be safe, you know, and, and what we're really doing is bowing down to fear and who is the author of fear. So um, getting, you know, stop worrying about your life. You're dead already anyway. If you're following Jesus Christ, we've been crucified with him. Nevertheless, we live. Let's just, just now enjoy this new life in Christ and walk with him, follow him, enjoy what he has given us. He who receives you receives me, and he who receives me receives him who sent me. There's a there's a passing through of blessings and judgment 
um, and he receives a prophet in the name of prophet receives a prophet's reward. So if you're doing things in, in in the name of God, you may not be a prophet, but you're doing you're giving a cup of cold water, you're you're wiping someone's feverish brow, you're 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 loving them, giving them a place to stay, a loaf of bread. These things are not going to be forgotten. This is you uh, ap- uh, operating or acting in behalf of Jesus Christ to comfort the broken. And so um, he's saying um, not to give up because these things are important. These little things are super important. He says, you know, don't just spend your time trying to develop your own lifestyle, your yeah, own yeah. career, your own dreams. But, you know, just, hey, I've got something better for you. And it's hard to let go of a dream. It's hard to let go of your own lifestyle. Here's my plan. I'm going to do this and this and this and this. And the Lord has said, you know what? I've got something so much better for you. Well, if that dream and that plan is in his dream and plan and you're following then that, it's fine. then it's fine. But if you're trying to make something of yourself because you think you've got to prove that. Outside of the will or, of God. Or, you know, be significant somehow or or, you know, establish yourself or your identity, just forget it. But if you, you know, and those dreams, a lot of those dreams he's actually put in us, and if you give yourself to him and you are abiding in the vine, then that dream he's put in your heart, that talent, that ability, it will be fulfilled. In in his his time, in in his his strength. And so he's not against dreams. He's not against you being all that you can be, but he wants to be the author and the finisher of that dream and that faith, and he wants to go with you through it. And so that you then become, uh, you know, an expression of his life in this world again, as we are abiding, I said, in the vine. So, Father God, we thank you that as we learned that our marching orders include a lot of things that Jesus talked about in Matthew chapter 10, that you would help us, Lord God, to uh, abide in you, uh, walk with you, allow you to guide and lead us and not to be afraid, not to be ashamed to stand in the truth, to know who we are in you, and to be uh, endure to the very end, Lord God. Um, and we thank you that this is a temporary thing and that you are coming soon, and we pray your blessing upon each one of us in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, and again, we just invite you to check out liferecovery.com. We have so many things there to help you. Um, again, uh, God on Trial, our audio drama uh, there's 28 episodes. Download the first or second episode. See what you think. Uh, it's it's an audio. It's, it's you can play it in your car. You can play it on your on your device. Um, and it's good listening. It's dramatization of the war between God and Satan for the souls of men. Uh, and it brings out a lot of spiritual truth and in, insight. And so again, God on trial uh, out of liferecovery.com. God bless you and walk in the power of Jesus Christ. Yes, yes, every day, every moment. Amen. Amen. I have an emergency. What is your location? Because there's a war for your soul.